Well, maybe it's like Casey says. Phil ain't got a soul of his own, just a little piece of a big soul. The one big soul that belongs to everybody. Then... Then what, Tom? Then it don't matter. I'll be all around in the dark. I'll be everywhere. Wherever you can look. Wherever there's a cop beating up a guy. I'll be there. I'll be in the way kids laugh when they're hungry and they know supper's ready. And when the people are eating the stuff they raise and living in the houses they build, I'll be there too. I don't understand it, though. Me neither, Mom. Just something I've been thinking about. You're listening to the All That's Holy Blue Collar Podcast. Thought-provoking interviews with interesting guests and commentary on everything. From sports to gardening, from good food with close friends, to great music and movies. Provided by your hosts, Cody Stoffer, the reluctant Gen Xer, and Craig Morton, the token baby boomer. These guys are allergic to big words, but not to big ideas. Profound things will be said, but they will be entirely by accident. I meant to fade that one out. So how'd you like that? <laughs> ah, that's strong retro vibes right there. Man. Yeah. You know, so old school. You know what the date the on that recording was? Ooh, I'm going to go with 2016. Oh, were we doing this back then? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It was 2018. So 2018. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we were doing it in 2016. Remember we had uh, Christina and yeah they uh and we were talking about trump man yeah boy. not as a president as a candidate i think that's I think, true i think we were yeah so that that goes back uh oh that goes way back so i, I really like hearing lisa's voice on there it's yeah kinda, that's uh, good <laughs> craig craig let me kick you off with some trivia questions you do that Okay, this is uh, so recording on the day before Halloween. So these are some, there's a theme to this. All right. What is the name of Nev Campbell's character in Scream? The movie Scream. Have you have you ever seen the movie Scream? <laughs> no, I have oh, not. Oh, okay, scratch that one. Okay. All right, all right. What is the name of the summer camp where Friday the 13th takes place? Um, would it would it upset you if I said I've never seen that one either? I hey, I don't think I've ever seen Friday the Thirteenth, but it's Cramp, 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 Camp, Camp, Camp Crystal Lake. All right, have you seen <laughs> okay. the movie? Have you seen the movie, The Blair Witch Project? I have not. My goodness, Craig! All right, how about the movie The Ring? Oh, oh, good, good. There's one. There's one. <laughs> How many days after you've seen, how long do people have after watching the video after in the movie, The Ring, before they... I'm, I'm going to go with seven days. That's right. It's seven days. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was, how about this one? That was, Which that was movie, a... That was a, did you like The Ring? 
so we because uh, it was pg-13 when it came out mm-hmm. um we had a you know i was leading our youth group and we got permission to go see the movie so we went and watched the movie you know it's like you know it's like <laughs> g13 yeah this is back in the day of you know vhs because vhs cassettes right. are a big part of that story that's right that's where right. you pop in this video and this mm-hmm. creepy video comes on and then all of a sudden the phone rings and you're in trouble you know that's for right. that's seven right. days you got to get things fixed and so we went and saw this movie and the there's one kid in particular he was like totally freaked out oh man and so it's like hey let's watch something else on tv you know let's just kind of like come home and just kind of chill so they're all in the house here and uh we pop in a video cassette and it's just snoke <laughs> yep <laughs> which, is, which is how the other one begins mm-hmm. and then you used to be i forgot what it was not star six nine but there's a code you could type in for a landline to make your own home phone ring <laughs> That's right. And so I forgot what it, because this is before cell phones. And so we typed in this phone number. And so the VHS, the staticky snow on the screen, and then the phone rang. And this kid just about lost it. He, he, I thought he was going to throw up. He turned white in the face. He was like freaking around, freaking out, like, like his tail was on fire. It's like, <laughs> like, okay, settle the boy down. But oh, yeah, poor kid. So there. yeah, saw that. Okay, one. okay. Uh, how about what movie? I you you might know this one without having seen the movie. In which movie does Jack Torrance take a job as winter caretaker at the Overlook Hotel? Uh, Craig, you need to get more more horror movies in. You know, it is a genre that I just. <laughs> don't like i don't know i'm not a big but this is this is just film classic though it's the shining the shining oh really i don't remember that you said jack torrance (laughs) yeah jack torrance is his name that's jack nicholson no the actor but the character's name is jack torrance (sighs) okay all right wasn't there an actor named jack torrance is i'm sure there's gotta be there's somebody torrance that's who i was thinking of yeah all right okay all right man i blew it what have you (laughs) What? <laughs> all right so you know on this on this uh outline that we've got i didn't even click start yet we can skip the icebreaker there you go we did it we i think we broke the ice oh look at this open oh. here we go yeah because the icebreaker is what song or musician are you enjoying lately Ooh, boy what would i say to that what would you say to that um I'd have to look it up on my playlist because there's somebody that I have been playing a lot lately. I'm trying to remember who it is. Um, the um, one one of the songs that I've been listening to a lot lately is called "I'm the Man" by Silver Sun Pickups. Oh yeah, of course. And Silver Sun Pickups did the soundtrack or elements of the soundtrack for a TV show on was it on Netflix? Okay. Um, the Lincoln Lawyer. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yep. Yeah, and so and so part of my uh post surgical recovery was binging TV shows. Nice. And uh, well, yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, I watched a lot. So yeah, silver silver sun pickups. I'm the man. That'd be one. Oh, I'll tell you one uh, that I've just recently actually. This person's been around for a while, apparently, but I didn't know about them. His name is Corb Lund. C O R B. L-U-N-D, Corb 
Lund. All right. And he calls his, he kind of calls his genre of music agricultural tragic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that just sounds, well, that sounds like a lot of country music, actually. <laughs> it does, but uh, this is more like, uh, I mean, it would not be on your radio type country. No, no, I mean, most of the country <laughs> I would listen to would not be on the radio yeah, either. Exactly, yeah. there you go, exactly. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Corb Lund. All right. So, <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. We got that so, out of the way. So, so do All you right. find yourself trying to listen to new music more than you listen to old music? No, it's a pretty good mix. I try to... Like on occasion, I try to find, you know, something that's new-ish just to see, you know, where things are and what's good. Because I'm not the type of person, you know, there are people who are like, no, there's no good music these days. You should listen to my music back in the... And I just, for me, that's just means you're not looking very hard and you're probably only listening to what yeah. would be considered poppy, which even among pop, there's some good pop actually too, but... Well, and, and one of the things that, uh, you know... One of the things that I um, dis—I shouldn't say despise—dislike greatly is are the radio station genres that are set up as classic hits of the '50s, '60s, '70s, '80s, '90s, whatever the, whatever the decade is. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, I don't mind some of those throwback tunes yeah. and some once in a while, but uh, no, there's there's too much good new stuff to stay up with. That's um, right. And there's even some old stuff that's new stuff that's good to stay with. Oh, yeah. So I was a little bit thrilled this last week to watch, you know, um, Saturday Night Live and have Foo Fighters on. Yeah. I mean, they sounded their 1990s grungiest and it sounded just perfect. Yes. Plus, on one of their songs, they had her playing with them. And Oh, uh, nice. So that's that's a cool, you know, new musician with old time, you know, grunge band together. And it's like, yeah, that was good. So. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Love yeah, it. Carla and I were watching and I went, hey, that's her. And she was like, who? I said, her. <laughs> her. That's and funny. she's like, is that her name? Well, yeah, that's what she goes by. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So. All right. Uh, and also they had on Saturday Night Live, they had uh, Nate Bergazzi, who we like as the, as that, the host. That was that was good. It was a, it was a really good episode. Nice. I, I, I haven't seen the whole thing. I just saw and, uh, and it, pieces. And SNL, watching SNL, I think is the only time that I open up this particular app that used to be called Twitter <laughs> to watch the commentary That's on right. hashtag SNL. Otherwise, I generally don't go to that thing that was formerly Twitter very yes. much. But it was fun to watch uh, people's comments on that. Well, what was the consensus? Oh, largely positive. It's the best episode okay. this this year. One of the Ooh. best. You know what? It's only two, three episodes so far, but I like that. But Nate Brigazzi has such a kind of plain everyman type style of delivery. So even yes. when he was playing these different characters, the one on George Washington <laughs> and That's the space program, and and um, you know that was that was really really good. That's awesome. Nice. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> so, right now, yes, it's the beginning. Uh, well, still, is it still the beginning of the NFL season? Not really. Nah, about almost halfway. Pretty much we're, halfway. 
Oh, really? Eight, are we eight games in? Yep. Okay. In. All right. So, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I know the number of te- you know, games <laughs> they play, but I haven't watched, I've even watched less football this year than I have in previous years. Mm. I don't, I usually by this time I'll have watched a quarter or a half or something, but this year I've got not, not turned it on at all. Even college. Wow. Oh my goodness. Not even yeah. with the uh, coach prime. You know, it's fun Business to read, read about coach. It's fun to read about coach prime. Now what I really want coach prime to do because what? of his career. Yes. I want to make sure he coaches baseball in the spring. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. So yeah, no football. It's been pretty fun. It's been interesting. A lot of big injuries. In fact, the very opening season, the opening game had a huge injury that really shaped the course of the year because it was to, they were pumping this up. Aaron Rodgers playing for the New York Jets. And in like play number three or four of the season, he tears his Achilles tendon and so isn't that kind of typical New York Jets fashion? To like... <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be more New York Jet, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a big deal. And then since then, have just been a uh, cascade of some pretty big injuries. And have there so... been any of those like catastrophic injuries? Like last no, year, no. you know, there was no, a heart no, attack yeah. on the field. Mm-hmm. And people... Not like that. No, yeah. not like that. There, yeah, there was one that came close, but the fella ended up by the end of it. You know, raised an arm. You know, raised the hand on the way out, and you know everything. But just for a moment, had shades of that. You know, traumatic type deal. But yes, yeah, and uh, no, yeah. It's it's been an all right season so far. Pretty good. Lots of interesting things, especially here lately, because in the beginning of the season, the first four games, five games, it seemed like here are the people they're going to dominate the rest of the year. But then all of a sudden they've been losing two or three games in a row type of situation. Yeah. So, yep. So, so one of the places where I get dissatisfied with, with football begins at the D one level uh-huh. and not so much D one double a, I kind of like that, uh, you know, um, the NCS rather than the, you know, the, the bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the whole con- reconfiguration of all these conferences, yeah. to me, it says the NCAA just really doesn't exist anymore as That's a right. amateur athletic association. Oh, yeah. It exists as a conduit for uh, colleges to make money. That's right. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. The big thing in the college news, of course, is the basically the disintegration of the Pac-12. Oh yeah, gone. You got Wazoo right around, you know, back right around the corner from you, yep. which is you know, a great, a great football team. Hell yeah, historic program, Pac-12, lots of history, home of the granddaddy of them all, Rose Bowl, but no yeah. more. Gone. It's all, it's all fizzled. <laughs> all gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But lots of folks around here have taken it kind of hard with their Wazoo connections, and yep. Yeah, it's it's um, but that those are that's part of my dissatisfaction with you know and yeah, you know it college makes football, mm-hmm. you know the, the it, a lot you know the nil thing is a piece of it. Yeah, you know when it gets when it gets it in some places it's completely out of control at the D one level, it's where D one football and and D one basketball eat up all the funds in a community 
yeah. and there's nothing left for everybody else, you know? Yep. I, but, I think we did talk about this at one point though, how there are some athletes who have been able to capitalize on it, so to speak, that oh, yeah. wouldn't have before gotten anything. So for gymnasts, there's a lot of gymnasts now making good NIL money. Well, uh, for instance, I've, I've got one of my former track athletes who's at a D2 school. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and at the D2 school, there's a limit on college scholarships. So, you know, there's a ceiling on that, which is like right. 2500 bucks. Yeah. Um, and so he can use NIL to contribute to his cost of attendance. That's right. Where he couldn't have been able to do that before. Interesting. So, so I mean, so I can see an advantage of it. Yeah. There's when a you've got a quarterback who has to take a salary cut to go to the NFL. <laughs> right. Caleb I mean, Williams. Yeah. That's, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That's, just, that's, that's, that to me, that's where it gets out of proportion. Yes. Especially when the quarterback yeah, it, gets all the money and the poor linemen, you know, it's like what? Yeah. <laughs> they get forgotten. Although I did see, I did see, um, I think it was Iowa has four players and three of them are linemen who were paid pretty good by the uh, pork farmers association, because when you line them up, when you line their jerseys up, it says something like, uh, buy like, or no, not buy. I can't remember what the first guy's name is, but it ends up saying more ham and Hammond bacon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and so i can't remember what the first guy's name is but it makes a sentence of like essentially oh. buy more hammond bacon <laughs> that's really good that's okay okay that that's kind of fun okay that might even make me watch a football game this year <laughs> oh yeah that wow. was a good one but uh yeah no i think uh you're right though it's still the same Corruption issues that have always plagued the NCAA just bleed now over into the NIL stuff too, and uh, yeah. So it's, yeah, I, I just think any kind of accountability in that system is yep. is gone. Um, yep. yep, it's it's going to have to completely fall apart before anybody can step in and try to fix it. I know. Um, Ugh. So, but I, so back so with the NFL and all the injuries, yeah. that, mm-hmm. that does something to your fantasy football team. Oh yeah, so fantasy. So I'm a big fantasy player. I have been for over two decades now. We wow. were we're talking. Yes, that's right. So Do you we get were... a medal or something? A, something <laughs> a lapel pin or something? <laughs> Twenty years. That'd be cool. No, but uh, we were. I mean, my first year. The Yahoo didn't even have a free league yet. You had to pay if you wanted it. So we didn't do that. You could do, you could host your league on there, but you, the paid features were actually what you would need. So anyway, our commissioner would do hand and pencil, you know, like pencil paper, read the, the uh, stats from the next day's paper, you know, type of thing. (laughs) And, uh, that was year one, but then year two, wow. Yahoo went completely free. And so we've been ever since we've been 20 years in some of my leagues. And yeah, so I, I do like fantasy football, though. There are years, there was a good chunk of time there where it was way more drudgery than it was pleasure for me. But I'm back to pleasure now. I'm enjoying do, it. Do you do fantasy uh, baseball? No, I have done it in the past, and it is way more drudgery than because well, it's daily. It, it seems like it's so complicated. It's daily and it's very complicated. And you even have, um, you have a pitch count on your pitchers, like inning, you know, uh, yeah. inning pitches or whatever. Yeah. And so it, no, it's way too much. 
Yeah, I, and I, I've stayed I've stayed away from doing baseball fantasy yeah. uh, completely just because it seems like every season there's a new acronym for a new type of that's, stats yeah, that's that they're keeping. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, most runs scored while left-handed pitcher, <laughs> you know, is oh, on a yeah. cloudy day, you know, and it's like. It's too much. It's yeah, too much. And, yep, yep. Um, it's kind of fun that they do all that that crunching yeah. Numbers, Very cool. but it gets a bit overwhelming. But for me personally, yep, I couldn't do it. So, yeah. and basketball is actually kind of the same too. There's just too many games. See, football is like near perfect True. for fantasy because it's just yeah. for the week. I can just set it. You know, well, I can, and, and, and that's where March Madness works. Yeah, you know, it's it's a month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> it's not drawn out forever. Even though it's 64 teams, it's right. not over. It, it's you know. pretty. It's pretty quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, in fantasy football this year, yes, the injuries have taken quite the toll on fantasy managers, um, scrambling a lot to find new quarterbacks who, you know, you had. So, for example, Kirk Cousins yesterday went down just on a completely. Kirk Cousins is quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, Craig. If you haven't been watching, <laughs> I haven't been keeping up. You haven't been keeping up. And uh, and has actually it was in the middle of what most people consider his best year ever as a uh, and he's always been decent, especially in fantasy. Uh, in real life football, a lot of people, you know, have him. They're like, is he top ten? Whatever, you know, he can't deliver in the big games. But in fantasy, you could always count on him to not throw a lot of interceptions, to get quite a few yards and at least a couple touchdowns. So he was fantasy always relevant. And then especially this year was just helping a ton of people. And then yesterday on an innocuous play, he wasn't even hit. And those are usually the worst when all of a sudden you come up, you know, injured just with nobody around. And that's what happened to him. And it ended up being an Achilles tear, tear, which is another. So that's a, yeah, a lot of folks are upset about a lot more attentions being paid to the turf. Right. And, you know, why are all these injuries happening, you know, to, to people, especially things like Achilles tendons and things like that. So, you know, back, it seems like um, several years ago, I can't remember where it was, but there was a college team. It might've been BSU even, but I don't think it was, but it was a college team had a number of injuries at the beginning of the season. And all of a sudden the shift of concern wasn't so much on, um, the turf or um, the play or the roughness of a tackle or anything like that. It was mm-hmm. like, Oh wait, the strength and conditioning coach right. strength and conditioning. needs mm-hmm. to change. Cause they aren't preparing for whatever it was. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes it leads you to look into another place for like, yep. what's the problem here, especially when you see it happening a lot. That's right. Yep. But yeah, so a lot of folks are scrambling to do that. Now, overall, I'm actually doing very well in fantasy um, in most of my leagues. I'm in several. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, if you get enough, you can like always have. That's right. right? No, but this is the first year in a while where I'm like pretty much all of them. I've got a winning record and uh, things are looking good. and, and, And I'm enjoying my fantasy football team this year. In one league in particular, it's always the team. It's always the league that I've had to do a little more work in that I always end up feeling a little more proud in. And this one, I've waited out. I weathered some big injuries or people holding out on contracts or whatever. I was patient. I wasn't freaking out. I've abided by my team. 
and now they're starting to deliver and it's looking good. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so changing sports, but just get your feedback on this. Did you yeah. think for a moment that the Blue Jays actually had a chance this year? Nope. You know, I, so <laughs> I was, was just happy they made the postseason. You know, they at, at one point I remember because while I was recovering and just laying, you know, sitting in my recliner, I watched a lot of baseball. Yeah, you did. And I ended up, you know, get picking up a lot of the Blue Jay games because I wanted to watch something else would say, you know, this is blacked out in your area kind of a thing. <laughs> the Blue Jays but, are always available. And they, you know, toward you know, in, in August, it's like, hey, they decided to get serious. Exactly. The same time the Mariners got on fire as well. And I know they both Texas and Houston. Yep. And like, wait, they're, you know, they've got a big stint with Texas and Houston at the end of the season. If they can repeat mm -hmm. what they did in August, the Mariners are going to go. That's right. And both. I thought the Mariners those, were going to make it. I did. Yeah. Those, and, uh, so I'm pulling for the, for the, for the Blue Jays and the Mariners. And yep. so neither one yes. of them, but now, now no. I'm cheering. Now I'm cheering for, um, is it the Diamondbacks? I'm cheering for my you know, Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, I figured. Well, what was really cool is my my uh, nephew and his wife uh, were at one of the playoff games. They're season ticket holders, and so they you know get oh, special nice. ticket prices for for these games. And I think it was the last regular season game. They are up on the jumbotron. <gasps> nice. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm cheering for Arizona. They they you know they, <laughs> they love my nephew and my, my, cool. my niece in law, and it's like this is cool. That is very. And then cool. they even had them on the jumbotron outside on the sidewalk after the game. Really, like part of the you know the promotional images they run on the sidewalk. It's like, oh, this is too cool. That's very cool. At one of the playoff games, they were on the jumbotron again. So I think at this point Whoa. they need to get some kind of co contract. Uh, yeah, they do. They need like, to, they're the model couple. <laughs> they um, need to cash in on the NIL. I, I think so. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be pull, pulling for the uh, for the Diamondbacks on this. That's cool. And did, I did, so I the game one, it's five to three, like in the eighth inning. Yep. I'm really tired. You know, by three o'clock in the day, I am done. So I I can't stay up and watch a baseball game that finishes at eleven or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I can go to sleep. They're winning 5-3. This will be good. Ooh. And then I wake Ooh. up in the morning, 11 innings. They yep. lost. Yep, 6-5. Oh, man. But they, but they crushed them the next game, 9-1. They, they, got, they, they got even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so tonight tonight's game three. So and tonight's the game three and they go to Arizona, I believe. Oh, is it really? Oh, see, perfect. See, perfect place for – fall baseball arizona oh, yeah definitely yes and if i'm right do the diamondbacks they only have what one world series championship right they've been in the did, did they win or were they just in it oh you're right they've only been oh wait so they have one no they did win the 2001 world series okay. that's right. Right. Yep, yep. so they have one yeah and the, the rangers have do the rangers have at least one let's see rangers have no, they have none. Oh, that's okay. right. They were in. The, that's right. They were in one back in 2011. And I. That's right. Okay, I'm fuzzy. So here's a, here's a trivia that's question. Right. Yeah, How yeah, many yeah. Major league baseball teams can you name that are named only by the state in which they play? Well, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Texas Rangers, not Florida anymore, not the California Angels anymore, not anymore. 
I, is it just the two? I think it's Texas, just the two. Yeah, Texas, that's what I was Arizona. thinking in my head. I was yeah. like, oh, kind of a little unique trivia matchup. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Minnesota Twins. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there is one. But three. Right. Got to be three. And and then you could argue New York, New York Yankees, New York <laughs> Mets. <laughs> yeah. You know, the the Yankees are definitely Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Or they're the Bronx, you know, they're not. And, it, and it's, you know, you don't have the Bronx Bombers anymore. But That's right. Means, but uh, so anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is cool. That is interesting. And then there's... Uh, Let's see, Washington. What would you can't? They're not a state, of course, but yeah, and they're and they're not named after DC, so it's right. is the city. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, right on. All right, that's an interesting one, though. Yeah, so tonight I'll be watching to see what the pitching is like because that's what that's what that's what did them in yep. on game one. You know, yep. it was the shift of pitching late in the game, and all of a sudden the um, Texas started getting getting hits. So see what they do. Uh, we love it. Love postseason yeah. baseball. So good. Now, uh, we talked about this a little bit before we logged it on, but a lot of folks, I didn't, uh, I did know this, but um, I don't know when they made the change, but they used to be back way back when there was no postseason. The postseason was literally best team American League, best team National League, and they played each other, and that was the there's a lot of people who want to go back to that because yeah. they don't like that right now it's team number what is it six versus team number five six from the oh I can't remember who's who but anyway they're not even the number one teams from their you know seated they weren't seated number one from there yeah that's I I, I don't so how do you feel about I, to me I that's I, that's silly part of the yeah it's part of the deal. I mean, if the whole. The, if you truly are the best team in your, in your, uh, uh, your league, then you'd be able to handle a team over seven games. Well, there's you get there's that you plus, get multiple chances. In <laughs> any sport, really, you have yeah. your you have your pool play. Yep. Everybody goes through the same number of games, and it's That's after right. that that you set up a tournament. Yeah. I mean, it's this, you know, it, I shouldn't say it's not the same with the, the, the FBS, you know, they, you know, with their, you know, big five conferences or whatever that is, you know, but everybody else sets up a tournament and you go through a tournament. What I did like is they're, you know, they gained, they gave an extra space this year to the, um, the wildcard teams. Yes. And I thought that was even better. So now, you know, it you know, adds more games to the total postseason, which is pretty hard on a, team that has to go through you know the the wild card then into their um you know nls you know als and then into the world series it's a little bit more an issue of durability but yeah. I, I think it created more space for those wild card teams to come in and, and play in that's true absolutely now anybody yeah. who wants to just go with the the you know the the two pennant champs you know and they have a world series based on the pool play they don't like they don't like baseball that's right. You must not, or and and I'll be honest. In a lot of cases, it's just hurt fans from a specific team. Yeah, you know their their team made it and were maybe seated better and had a great season. You know the Braves, one hundred and four wins. The um, Dodgers, one hundred wins. The uh, who had the one hundred and two wins in the American League was it? Oh, the Orioles finally had oh, a yeah. fantastic yeah. season. It's very rare for them. 
to have this type of season. And then they were out. <laughs> 101 yeah, so, wins and then out. And the, the, um, you know, the, the, the thing in, in baseball, at least from the athletes I've known, their desire is always to have one more game. Yeah. Yep. One more yeah. game. And, and I, you know, I'm sure there's some, you know, professional athletes who would like to get back to their life because, you know, life's been busy. <laughs> I've had 168 games. I haven't been home for, you know, four long months. long season. It is, you know, it's rough. <laughs> but, you know, if they were, you know, any, any one of them, I'm sure, when it comes up to, hey, would you like one more game? Oh, yeah. They're going to say yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, that's part of it, too. And then fans, hey, we're the same way. We love, We want one more. Oh, yeah. Because one then we more. get to talk about it. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. It was a good season, though, overall. I really enjoyed it. Really good season. Yeah. Speaking of sports, have you? I was bummed. Schedule? I was bummed. I was bummed that Shohei got injured and out. Oh, well, you know, because Shohei... it was on for another historic season. So where's he going to be next year? I don't know. That's the other I, thing. He needs to go to Seattle. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Seattle doesn't have the budget for him. Right. Neither does Toronto. We would love him. But. Yeah, but, um, and but you know, is he going to be pitching next year? Is he going to have? Right. A year, is he going to have? Is he going to have a year off from pitching? Right. Right. Um. So he's got you know recovery to go through and see what, you know if he's if he has the same uh valuation. Yeah. You know, but because he was man, he was on a tear again. He I mean, was for sure maybe, MVP. For maybe. sure MVP. Now he's affordable for the Mariners. That's true. <laughs> that's right. There could be that now. Maybe that's it. Anyway, you were going to ask something else. Yeah, I was going to ask something else. Have you yet watched Ted Lasso? I've watched three episodes. Love it. It's good. But I I keep waiting because my wife keeps saying she wants to watch it with me. And how much longer can I wait, honey? Uh, Yeah. So we, Carla and I continue to watch uh, uh, Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It is such a good show. Is it really? Oh, yeah. And it's what 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 frustrates me about it is every time I watch it, I go, why don't we have any more sports in America like this? Yeah. Where it's the story is being told about this is a team that is lifting an entire community. That's right. And the team is lifting the entire community by going from basically it would be like, oh, hey, we're a short season single A team. You know, if we play well enough, we can we can make it up to, you know, one A. And if we play that, we can move up to two A. And each time they move up, or the chance of promotion, it's this boost to the local community that's been supporting them all along. That's right. right. That's for, awesome. for decades. And you know, we don't have that model. No, we know, really don't in, in American sports. Um, and so it's really kind of cool to watch that commitment to a town. So it's it's a good it's a good show. Uh, you know what? You know what is kind of it's not the same. But I mean, it makes me um, emotionally the same is the Savannah Bananas. And they are, they've grown their oh yeah style of baseball. They, you know, because they have a rival team that they always play plus right. other, other local teams. But then they've added a third. There's a third team that's now part of their, the deal. And I can't remember its name. But uh, yeah, there's three of them now that are that style that will face off against each other plus local, you know, local teams. Uh, I and they were they were on a national tour. Yeah, and I think the closest they came to uh, Idaho was 
Sacramento maybe, or oh, I forgot where it was. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't close, but they would, it, it would be fun to go see them. I, that's the other thing I did is uh, while I was re- in recovery, I watched some um, Savannah banana games and I forgot what day it was, but ESPN had a week of like alternative sports on their ESPN three or whichever, which one of their was whichever one of their networks it was, but they had Savannah bananas. They had uh, ax throwing championships. They had <laughs> something called, I think it was round ball, which Ooh. is a huge circle with three teams having to make it to the center. And they're all, you know, two teams can team up against one or, you know, they can all go individually. And um, you know, some games that I had never seen before. That's awesome. And I was like, well, this is cool. This is, you know, these, these are people who just play a game because they're having fun doing it. They're not, this isn't about, you know, getting sponsors or promotions and, you know, so it was kind of fun. It was kind of fun to see people playing sports just for fun. Yeah. That's very cool. So next summer, when we get our huge uh, grant from Lilly foundation, perhaps uh, sabbatical stuff, we can, Oh man. See us Savannah Bananas game. That'd be amazing. These others. So, and and once we get our Patreon set up, so hey, anybody listening to this podcast, send us uh, anywhere from, I don't know, quarter million dollars. That way we can buy ourselves (laughs) an RV and we just drive across the country. That would be amazing. And uh, so that's going to be one level of Patreon donation. It'll be patient and kind. So just drive up one of those and park it. So Now, now listen, if you, you don't have to give two hundred and fifty thousand. No, no, no. You know, you could give, say, for example, three hundred thousand. You know, you don't. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, and don't feel limited by it. You know, you've got a family. I got a family. Probably need two RVs anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So. Oh man. <laughs> but we'll work on that. Yeah. We'll work on the we'll work on the pitch for that. Yeah, pitch. You get it? Uh, pitch. Uh, oh, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh boy. Yeah, so we've been talking a lot about sports. What else can we hit while we're while we're here? Well, I I did ask you earlier while we were kind of warming up. Yes. How is post pandemic oh, church yeah. going? Okay. What what are you learning? What are you noticing? What's going on there so we are my two so i'm pastor of two congregations they actually have both taken opposite paths post post covid stuff so before covid between the two there was one church that was by far stronger attendance wise we're talking like average of 70 um per week it's post covid down to 30 somewhere in there per average week. The other church prior to COVID was about 30 average attendance. It is now for this year through the summer and especially through the summer. This is surprising because summer usually goes anyway yeah. for both churches. It actually has grown in attendance and it's now uh, right around 40 per average. So, so did, it's gone did, up, did, did, did the up. folks from one church just like drive across no. the river and go to the nope. other. <laughs> nope, nope, none of that. Oh, there, there is one. There's one fella who we, when we, so, so part of my covenant between the two churches is that every couple of years they swap start times because one's okay. early and one's later. Right. When we did that, uh, when we did that coming out of COVID, because that was the time it was like, hey, we're supposed to swap times now. 
uh, he did have to change his where he attended because it wasn't going to work for him swapping. So he's now, but only one. He's the only okay, one. Okay, only one. <laughs> so, so I had a conversation with a local local pastor. And she described the situation like this. Their, their congregation had two services. Mm-hmm. One was a traditional service and one was the contemporary service. And there's generally a kind of a, an age difference between those two. Like the traditional is generally 58 years and older. Yeah. And that tr- that the contemporary was generally like 50 and younger. Mm. And so post-pandemic, um, the drop-off in the traditional was probably around 10 to 15% fewer people coming back. Oh, wow. But the drop off in the contemporary was more than fifty percent. Oof, that's yeah, that's very weird. And I, I don't know if that that difference between age and younger families is anything you've seen. Gosh, because no, they're very similar age wise between the two congregations. Although I will say, between the two congregations, this the one that was bigger and is now small, you know, has, has shrunk. Um, did experience and not from COVID, but just in the general place of things, more loss of life in the last few years. Hmm. And big, we're talking fairly big members of the of the congregation that were kind of like heart and soul type okay. type people. So I don't know if that factors in. Yeah. That could. That could for sure. They were in fact two of the the members who passed away were in a heart and soul of a particular ministry and that was the education part of ministry they were the ones who set it up they developed it right. they made sure there was curriculum for it and 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 they're gone and nobody's picked it up wow so have have you experienced any drop off in in other voluntary kind of positions in in either of those churches post pandemic you know people fewer people willing to yes. pick things up yep so nursery people working in the nursery at one of them, uh, just can't get anyone to help out with that and to help with the kids <laughs> with that. Wow. Not that we have a ton of kids anyway, right. but but yeah, that yes, we've noticed that. Uh, I'm not sure why. Maybe there's maybe there's some level of hey, kids are germ factories, and you know we're still iffy on our own health and what's still communicable and whatnot. Yeah. So that could be part of it. I wonder. I wonder if that's keeping them away from, you know, they're wanting to stay safe. And hmm. that could be. That could be. Uh, I have noticed it. One, the one that's gro- that has actually experienced some growth post COVID. There are there is a right now a um, developing passion for. We have a school that's close by, and they want to go volunteers readers at the school and so we have people developing a list and a schedule to go do that oh that's not happening over here at the other church that's kind of shrinking even though there's also an elementary school like a block away you know kind of a thing okay mm-hmm. that's interesting because you got yeah you're, you're you're able to watch two little um <laughs> yeah. experiments go on and see how they mm-hmm. how they focus on this post recovery mm-hmm. period that we've got mm-hmm. going yep and I couldn't tell you what, honestly, what the difference is. Same pastor, right? I'm emphasizing the <laughs> same, same types of stuff. Um, uh, the only thing really that I've noticed is just, as I said, the, the loss of some key people. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the thoughts in my the back of my head is like, okay, if these people, did they, did they pass 
Did they did they die while you were in that kind of pandemic shutdown? Yep. And I wonder if that means there here's a loss that we did not get to grieve, mourn, participate in together. One, one for sure. One okay. of them for sure was that way. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm playing around in the back of my mind to turn this into if I can get I, I really want to find another sociologist to work with. That'd be amazing. And actually turn it into uh, to a peer-reviewed study if I can, you know, find a, a a sociologist who wants to look at you know what's going on in churches post COVID. Because yeah. oh, yeah. it it is, I think it is a shared experience, but you yep. know, like your experience though, it's it's a mixed bag. That's weird. How, how are churches coming out of this period of time? Mm-hmm. And I think it really depends on a lot of different factors. And I'm curious what are those different yeah dependent you know variables yep so that would be interesting i would want to yeah now that i i mean you now that you're forcing me to think about it more truly i'm picturing over at the one that's kind of growing a bit and i'm i can name and see and and picture passionate leader types who are like yes let's and then at the other one with the loss of those i'm only picturing a couple yeah, yeah, and then and they're stuff. probably exhausted too. Ex- exactly. And probably budgeting their their energy. Yep, exactly. Yeah. The, yep. the other piece of that is during the pandemic, the whole um conversation around um you know deconstruction really oh yeah. Which, you know, that's why I was wondering about, you know, the, the person, you know, the, the the people around the person who had died, mm-hmm. you know, if if they aren't able to process things in a way, you know, is there something that's dropped off? If somebody during that pandemic, you know, has a struggle with faith and they're not around people mm-hmm. to process with or to engage in other meaningful activities, that makes sense. Is it sense. easier to like disengage? Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a whole. There's, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I'm still <laughs> playing around with some of those things. I like and it. Figure I, that out. I, I, I'm curious to see what you might find. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anything I can do to help, let me know. Well, you might, you know, so what, so since the first person to respond to this whole uh, query that I threw out on social media was Methodists, I'm trying to see if I can get <laughs> this district uh, or this, this, um, yeah, this district of the Northwest yep. Conference to be involved. And that'd be awesome. And which, what does, you're not the Sage. Nope, we're not Sage, where it's called the Inland district okay yeah so it's like you know it'd be great to get those different districts involved and mm-hmm. maybe make the methodists because here's the other thing methodists presbyterians episcopalians those mainline denominations you guys are awesome on stats we are yeah we are <laughs> it's a little overwhelming but you it know is. <laughs> you, you keep you keep records so yep not like, hey, I think we had more people this week. Are you sure? Well, How do we you know? know? Well, we, we there weren't them. any leftovers after the carrying. <laughs> you know? so, I printed this many bulletins, and yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> How many were left? I don't know. Did it give away two? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, we yeah, are. there's something we to be are. said about the meticulous record keepers. We do. We have people at each congregation whose sole job it is uh, to uh, so. One, we encourage everyone to log and register their attendance anyway. Right. But then we have somebody whose job in, it is. In, as, the, as the, what is it called? The friendship pad? Is that what you call it? It gets passed <laughs> down, down the, down the oh, field. No, I haven't named it that. That's a good, maybe we should name it that. Friendship. I, friendship I, 
so my gr growing up Presbyterian, my mom would had volunteered her time to go over those every week. Oh yeah. And, you know, so it'd be, you know, in, in one of the, you know, hymn rack, hymnal racks, you know, on the back of a pew and whoever's there first in the pew would take it down, sign in and pass it down the aisle. Pass then, it down, pass it down, pass it down. And then it comes back because you're supposed to see who else is in that pew with you, right? Mm, anyway, I so like she that. got them at the end of the, you know, at the oh. end of at Sunday evening. And then on Monday morning, she would sit down or Monday evening. She would sit down. She had this big old ledger, and you know everybody's name was in there. And it was all handwritten too. That's you know, incredible. Back in the day. Oh yeah. All handwritten. Oh yeah. And uh, she would keep track of who was there, and then you'd see over a period of time how many people missed. Yep. We'd been absent for could, a long time. That's right. You could get a, a sense of like, hey, you know, this person. If it's just a random middle of the summer summer uh missing of church no big deal but if you got like now hey i've noticed three out of the last five you've been yeah. yep yeah and so so it was kind of a it was kind of cool record keeping oh yeah uh, it's uh, worth doing i think yeah well we 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 just look around the room yeah <laughs> everybody's here we look at our phone okay. so-and-so texted oh okay <laughs> yeah. that's our record keeping nice so. love it very intentional so then that's, that's kind of, that's kind of it. So what are you, what are you going to be uh, thinking about? Or are you preaching a series or what's theologically going on in your head for the well, period here? I just wrapped up our fall stewardship series and yesterday. So that was yesterday. And for my last sermon in that, I dressed up as an astronaut. Oh, I did see that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And what I talked about was when I do stewardship, of course, I, I talk a little bit about finances because that's a part of it. But mainly I'm, I'm like, you know, we have other things that we, our time, our relationships, you know, we've been called to be stewards of those too and how we treat each other and not just throw away resources. We actually want to have sustainable relationships and living and all that kind of stuff. So my final sermon was about how status quo thinking, you know, you can get trapped in status quo and miss the possibilities of the uh, future. And uh, I talked about Homer Hickam. Do you know Homer Hickam? The story no, of Homer Hickam? I do not. <laughs> so there's a movie called October Sky. Have you heard? Oh, of okay. Sure? All right. Yes. Yep. So that's the story of Homer Hickam, who grew up in Colwood, Virginia. And everybody is a coal miner in Colwood, Virginia. That's what you're going to be when you grow up. Right. Even their school, their high school curriculum is like, at least back in the 50s, because this is when the story takes place, was about everything was geared towards, let's get you into the, the coal mine. But he looked up in the sky in October of 1957 and saw Sputnik. You know, he, you could see the whatever. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can watch the satellites pass by, and, you mm -hmm. can see, you know. and it, it enraptured him. And so he was done with the status quo from there. I'm not going to be just another coal miner. I want to go into. I want to build rockets. I want to do, and became a NASA legend, um, essentially. So, okay. yeah, that's I kind of piggyback off that story, and then used the um, scripture uh, John 14 where. Jesus is saying goodbye to his disciples and saying, I've got to go and I'm going to send, you know, the spirit and you'll be able to do greater things than I. 
he tells them. And uh, if they get stuck in status quo and no, no, we don't want you to go. We just want it to be how it is. Well, no, you can't, you'll miss the possibilities. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yep. 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 So that's what we talked about. All right. So that means you got to figure out what you're doing next. <laughs> well, we, my, this is where I've been thinking about this reading stuff that I was talking to you and kids and reading in the schools and stuff like that, that church, that's where they were like, one of the two churches was like, Hey, status quo we don't have kids in our congregation but we want to get connected we want to know our kids and our neighbor you know we want to do this so we're going to go read in the at this this school close by and then we'll see where it goes from there you know what relationships we can develop out of that so that is cool they're, they're embracing that possibility right there and then the next thing you know it will be advent that's <laughs> right exactly yeah. so yes yeah, so we got advent coming up and I, I'm noodling around with some stuff, but I don't know yet what, what I'm going to do. I got to get it nailed down soon, though. Yeah, I haven't started noodling around with it yet. I mean, we're coming up to year B, and it's like, yep. oh, you know, what's what's in there? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's, oh. it's only been three years or two years since you've been in it. Now, the other thing, though, is, I mean, I, um, my voice is, yeah. you know, and goes after my surgery, but. I have not preached now for three months at least. Oh, wow. Um, previous, in fact, previous to my surgery, which was August 3rd, the Sunday before I was in church, Carla preached. Mm -hmm. The reason I didn't preach is because the week before that, I was in Eugene for the National Track Championships for oh, Junior yeah. Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the week before that, I didn't preach because I was maybe were Carla and I out of town or something like that. Oh yeah. I was out of town. Cause I think it was um, church meetings we had or something mm -hmm. going on. Gosh, so it's it, been a while. It's, it's it? been months. Yeah. And, and I, I keep my sermon notes in, in a journal. Yeah. Uh, like right here, I can see my sermon notes back to 2013 when I started doing this system and, you know, I've got several volumes of journals and I've got one. I here. love it that it's like, I have not opened that journal for over three months because I haven't done sermon outlines. Oh my gosh. And and I'm still not preaching because my voice is not holding out all the time. Right. And so it's kind of fun because usually because of work schedules, I get to do the preaching. Mm -hmm. Carla's doing more of it and nice. he's doing a great job. And it's like- Love it. I don't want my voice back. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep running. Yeah. So no, that's cool. we got we, we to figure out Advent, figure out what we're we doing. Do. Me too. Let me know if you come up with anything good. I won't. I mean, I, I might <laughs> let you know, but I doubt, I doubt that I'll come up with anything. Oh, come on now. So, but um, yeah. And part of it is we, we have education has been a big thing for our, our congregation, our, yeah. And really, we qualify as what would be like a micro church, small group. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. But um, everybody in our congregation is involved in education. I love it. We have uh, college administration, public school teachers, teacher's aide, a um, retired principal. Uh, we've got coaches who coach at high school level. Mm. Um. You know, it's like, and we've got, and we've got two, two people who do college teaching, you know, teaching. And it's like, that's awesome. It's all, it's all educators who look around and everybody's got a hand in education. 
And on the other hand, we are all exhausted and wondering right. well, what, what what can we <laughs> do with that that you know. Um, so hopefully that'll that may emerge. And I would really hope it emerges during Advent, and I'm not sure what that would be. Mm. So that would be cool though. Yeah, love it. All right, so hey, we're back. We're back podcasting again. We're doing it. We casted you know, a pod today. We did it. We did it. You know what though? Something I'm looking at here reminded me because we were asking me when was the last time, and we were like May was it far back as May, but I'm looking here at a wedding that I did July 1st, and I know that you and I talked about it because I was so uh, enraptured with their creativity, and they used the office theme. Oh, that's right. Wedding. That yeah. see, yeah. So we must have talked in July. But maybe, we didn't that post, but maybe we didn't post that one. <laughs> we probably didn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But here we are. We're back. All right. So we're back, baby. You know, I, 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 we, we spent time catching up with each other. Yeah. Now we got to, ne- next time, let's make sure we do some theological reflection. There on we the go. Series. Yes. <laughs> the D backs versus the Rangers. Yeah. I'm not sure what the, what the, uh, what the theological implications will be, but I'm sure there will be some. We'll come up with something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up. <laughs> Put a bow on it. Oh, what did you say before? Put a bow on it. Shoop. Okay. I like that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't go into falsetto tones right now. So yeah. Um, your voice is mule. Yeah, buddy. It's just Take not it easy. There. Don't push. Don't push it. I won't push it. <laughs> Let me turn off the recording. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>